Welcome to Living Orthodoxy, an invitation to a deeper life in Christ, a podcast of St. Philip Orthodox Church in Southerton, Pennsylvania, dedicated to connecting the liturgical and spiritual life of the Orthodox parish with the life of the Orthodox home, presenting the weekly homilies of our parish pastors, Father Noah Buscelli and Father James Thayer, as well as discussions of the liturgical year and Orthodox life and practice by Justin Bowl and Jeff Hyatt. Now here is Father James Thayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. The demons in this story are real and they are frightening. And we, when we meet such people, as we often do if you travel into Philadelphia, we are often bewildered, even stunned, and almost always frightened. The reality of possession by demons is, throughout the entire gospel stories, real. And in this story, they, at least these two, have three characteristics. First, they live in the tombs because they are spiritually dead. Second, they are violent, exceedingly fierce, so that no man might pass by that way. And third, and this is perhaps the most interesting, they are believers, recognizing Jesus as the Son of God. Does this surprise us? Devils or demons are spiritual beings. They are fallen angels. Now today, We call these demons by other names. We call them uh, addictions, or obsessions, or PTSD, or bipolar, or suicide uh, obsession, and so forth. They are indeed spiritual beings, and they are demons which captivate the soul. Unless you think I'm just whistling Dixie, uh, it's no mistake that uh, AA, for example, is highly spiritual. I mean, they talk about higher power, it's sort of a denatured God. But nonetheless, you're to turn your life over to that higher power. And one of their uh, favorite expressions is, let go and let God. Yes, let go and let God. They know who Jesus is, Jesus, thou Son of God, and they know his power. Have you come here to torment us before the time? St. Paul reminds us that our Christian battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against spiritual foes, especially the foes of darkness. Yes, the demons of the time of Jesus and the demons of the time right now are very real. We see their power in this story of the uh, Gergesene lunatics. St. Simeon, the new theologian, uh, he's new, only he's only a thousand years old, uh, comments on this demonic reality and says the devils lack only one thing, love. According to him, theology without love 
is the theology of the demons. Notice that the animals cannot bear the presence of the demons because they lack immortal souls. They are terrified and panicked by the presence of spiritual beings, especially the demonic. But in this story, the devil and the demons do not have the last word. God does. Christ casts out the demons from these two men and sends them into a herd of swine, which, maddened by this, throw themselves into the sea and drown. We know nothing of what subsequently happened to these men, but we know that initially they wanted nothing to do with Jesus Christ. He restored them to their right minds, to what they should be, that is, beings whose spiritual aspect reflects the reality of the divine being who created them. Yes, in the Psalms, we pray, and we pray it at Vespers, I believe, the line, bring my soul out of prison, that it may praise thy name. Yes, these men were in prison. They were imprisoned by the demons within them. They knew no way out. Only God could help them. And God in Christ did help them. The Christian worldview, my brothers and sisters, is not dualistic. It's not that there's good here, evil here, eternal war. No. Evil is the absence of good. But we do know that it is real. And those who wish and work evil, the devil and his hosts, we see evil all around us and within us. Yes, it's not out there. Someone else is evil. So much so that the evil one can, can, can begin to convince us that he and his works are normal and acceptable. And what has become so normal and acceptable in the modern world as abortion, homosexuality, or who would have thought I would have lived long enough to see this, transgenderism. Oh my. Ah yes, the demons are set loose upon the earth. But my brothers and sisters, what we rejoice about is that God has the final answer that the victory is his and his alone. Remember when Christ says, and I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Yes, Satan's days are numbered. Christ casts out demons all through the Gospels, rebukes the devil personally in the wilderness when he was tempted and fasting, he cast them out willingly, or in this case, unwillingly. They didn't ask to him to cast them out. Because he came to bring life to those who dwell in the shadow of death. He came to bring light to those who dwell in darkness. In our lives, the power of the devil is very real and, alas, all too strong. 
In some Protestant circles, the doctrine of once saved, always saved has become popular. This is contrary to the Christian faith, contrary to the Orthodox faith and understanding. We must, as St. Peter says, be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary the devil goeth about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist, he says, steadfast in the faith. <clears throat> we know all too well that it does not take much to allow Satan to devour us. That lustful glance, that flash of temper, those judgmental words, those thoughts of revenge, a gossipy tongue, indifference to prayer, inattention during divine services, oh yes, wishing I were anywhere but at 1970 Clearview Avenue. <laughs> I wish I were, yes. Oh yes, that's the, that's the evil one. He's talking to you. And when we try to do good, the devil redoubles his efforts. But Christ does not give up on us, my brothers and sisters. No matter how many times we slip and fall, no matter how far we wander off, he is the good shepherd who searches out the lost sheep and having found him, brings him back, rejoicing to the flock. Let us ask him to deliver us from the power of sin and darkness, the realm of the devil, and help us persevere and win the crown. And my brothers and sisters, that is why we are here in church. That is why we have all these services and sacraments, so that we can turn back to him in repentance, I'm pointing to the, where we make our confessions, to receive him in his body and blood, to love and obey him more and more, Strength to keep this day holy, peaceful, and sinless. All these services of the Church have been given to us that by His grace we might resist the power of the Prince of Darkness, the Father of Lies, who is the Devil, and become and remain His faithful children, His disciples, running the race that is set before us, persevering unto the end. Amen. Amen.